Welcome to Cap Chat, everyone. My name is Josh Tyler. I'm the National College Advisory Program Director for Rush Soccer. And today we're going to dive into parent roles in recruitment and how parents find the middle ground. We're joined by Rush Soccer's real good friends, Joe Sager from Lawrence University and Tyler Tomlinson from Culver Stockton College. Let's dive into Cap Chat. You're listening to Cap Chat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. This is Cap Chat. We are going to dive right in and get started with the parent roles in recruitment. And there's always comical ways to talk about it, and there's some serious ways. But we're going to start with something comical. We have all heard this parent on the sideline. So let's not have a repeat of August 4, 2010, ladies. The team has a really good girl in midfield. Shelby Johnson, 5'10", already had a verbal agreement to UConn. Really good. Oh, dang it. Girls, I can see your ranking dropping. That top drawing got soccer right now. And, and so the parent plays such a vital role in the recruitment process. More from a behind the scenes. So we have parents that that are one extreme to, to the other. And so what, what we're going to talk about is, is how do we how do parents find that middle ground? How do parents still be that incredibly important voice in, in, in their lives to get our kids and the players ready to play in college? And and also and also have that balance of not, not overstepping their bounds and letting the player speak for themselves. And this really goes for for all ages as well. But seeing seeing kids being able to talk for themselves is is fantastic. So we're going to be joined by Tyler Tomlinson from Culver Stockton College, the head women's uh, soccer coach, and Joe Sager from Lawrence University, uh, the head women's soccer coach there, Division Division Three with Lawrence and NAI with with Tyler Culver. Today's episode of Cap Chat is brought to you by Rush Soccer's highlight video program. Visit RushCollege.com, upload your three videos, and we will take care of the rest. It is that simple. RushCollege.com. Tyler and Joe, thanks for, for joining us today as we, as we talk about the parent role in recruitment. How are you guys doing? Hey, Josh, good to hear from you. It's always a pleasure to be on, and uh, hopefully we can help answer some questions today. Looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks, Josh. We appreciate this opportunity and uh, look forward to it. Yeah, so we're the topic we've been we, we've been talking about is the parent role in, in, in recruitment, and um, so we're, we're going to – this is more of a discussion, so we kind of want to talk about the parent role in recruitment and how advantageous the parent can be and also how disadvantageous uh, a parent can be to the recruitment process. So I want to start um, and kind of just open it up and, and, and let's start chatting about – I'm, I'm going to tell you a, a quick story of, of why this kind of came up. Um, for, for tryouts at club, we were, we were sitting at a, at a table, and the greatest thing about COVID has been that, that parents aren't allowed in the park, which has been brilliant. Um, it's, I mean, it's been good. Uh, so we had a, a 2010 girls team that was on the opposite end of field one. So as far away from parents as possible, and some parents mosey the way like zombies to, to the backside of the fence, they find their way through the mud and, but there's this dad 
yelling at his daughter, and I can't remember the daughter's name, so I'm just going to say Lily, and hope it's not actually Lily, but um, they go, and you hear this dad yelling across the field. This, this, this girl's a 2010, so she's 10 years old, and, and you just you hear, Lily, put your gloves back on. And, and the daughter is, you can see, mortified. She's just like, you know, 10 year old. <laughs> and, and, and he's yelling, My, Lily, put your gloves back on. And she finally says, The coach told me not to. And I asked the coach afterwards, Louie, and, and he said that he, uh, the girl, there's three keepers, and she was just standing because she's waiting to go in. She, he said, Hey, take your gloves off and come and play. And so instead of stand, makes perfect sense. The dad is screaming. And, and we all know the stories, but it, it I was like, is that moment, if I'm a college coach and that was happening, like, you walk away from that kid, right? I, I would say this, Josh. I, 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 I'm not a parent, so I uh, always try to put myself in their shoes. And I know parents are told throughout, uh, before they have a child, they're told you must be involved in everything. You've got to pick them up and you've got to pack their lunch. And you've got to, if you're not, you're a bad parent. And then suddenly they get told, whoa, 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 don't be involved anymore. So I think there's a learning curve, and I think we do a disservice to some parents, and all parents, where we don't help them know when to be involved and when to have their arm around and protect their child and when to just shut up and trust the professionals. And um, you're right. The, the, the parent screaming at a 10-year-old uh, from a distance who doesn't know what they've been told, that's not a good look. And, um, and it happens, and I've been at showcases, you guys have been at showcases where you're like, what is that racket? Like, where is that coming from? And it's Sally yelling at Susie Snowflake, her daughter, and you're like, Sally, we don't want you around. Like, that's, um, so I'm always like, I think parents need to be told when is appropriate and, and how they can help build their, their daughters and sons' love for the game. But there's too many that, I think, impose their successes on their child and that's not what we want so when is when is a good time that that a parent to to get involved i mean what does it look like from from a parent perspective um you know what what should a parent be doing for recruitment i mean what's too much i mean when when do you land the helicopter yeah uh, i think that's a good question um in i think first and foremost you as a parent have to realize that this is your child's experience uh this is your child's life so even you know with with the 10 to 12 year old kid they're gonna have to listen to their coach and want to learn how to you're learning how to apply things at that age right so you want to apply things to, to the way that the coaching method is going not to the way the parenting method is going when they get home you want to teach your kid you know what to do at the dinner table that they need to learn how to apply that they don't have someone else outside your window going that's the wrong fork yeah the coach coach is now knocking on the window (laughs) substitute the fork for the knife sally come on (laughs) we have to to understand that it's the it's the kid's experience so if we if we fast forward them to the recruitment process um the, the, the kids should be driving the helicopter. They should be the ones that are, are doing the, the emailing, the, the calling, and the texting um, for the initial phases. Um, and then when it's over, you could encourage them to uh, take notes, uh, save notes, compare notes, um, and then go back so a, a, a player can have their own experience of narrowing down the schools before you would need to come in um, as a parent in more of a financial role and a safety role and things like that. 
Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, I, I mean, par- I think parents, you know, and, and we do joke about parents. I think they play an incredibly important part in the recruitment process. Um, they have to, I mean, because they are sending their kid off and they're entrusting their son or daughter's um, next four years with you. So parents uh, do have to be involved, but more of a back seat. Do you think that's a Joey, an accurate statement there? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that has been great for, for the, the college coaches during this COVID has been the availability of people to speak, you know, via phone. Or, but I've also utilized a lot of Zoom and a lot of Google with, with prospective student athletes more than I've ever done. And I've added in, in in this period, you know, after that first conversation, I have a line where I say, I'm sure your mom and dad care about where you want to go to college. And the, the lady goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say, so if I'm a place where you think you can see yourself after this call, why don't you ask mom and dad or whoever's helping you and we'll set up a Zoom call in 10 days time or a week's time. And I think that has been really beneficial because you see almost like a little bit of relief come off that young person where they're like, okay, I can bring mom in and mom and dad can ask the, the, the money question. Or, mm-hmm. Hey, what's, what's the location like, coach? Is it safe for my daughter to go to, go to that part of the world? Those type of adulting type questions um but yeah for the college experience i don't want an email coming from paul smith at gmail.com i want that coming from Susie smith 2021 at gmail.com those initial those initial outreaches have to come from from the player that you recruited because we as college coaches we all want the same thing we all want players who want to come and play for us Mm-hmm. We don't want to have someone whose dad wants to come and play for us. Um, unless you can score 45 goals a year, I might accept that. <laughs> dad, dad can sit on the team bus if, we, if, if there's somebody out there who can score 45 a year for me. Okay. There, there, there's a lot of jokes there that I'm going to pass on since this is a family-friendly podcast. So, um, yeah. I mean, what? so what do you guys think? So you, you have this and, you know, I remember giving tours back when I was recruiting and, and you'd ask the parent a question I'm like, Hey, um, Hey Joe, what's, what's your favorite? What do you think you're excel at? And the dad comes in, well, Joe and did really good at this, this. And, and when that continue to happen for us, at least we'd cut the tour short. We're like, this is not like that's that to me, as we talk about defining the role, that to me is a great time for a parent. Like let your kid talk like, Right. I mean, have you guys had experiences like that? Yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think and sometimes the the situation even gets a little awkward for a while, you know, because now the kid doesn't know. Am I supposed to answer the next question or are mom and dad going to answer the question for me? And then mom and dad will look back to the kid and, and say, well, you know, are you going to answer? And, and then the kid feels uncomfortable. So it's not the coach that's creating the awkwardness. It's the family dichotomy that we're trying to, to let the kid work itself out. And so you're still going to face situations where there's going to be a shy kid and they are better talking to you on the phone by themselves or via text so they can express their thoughts that way. So you do have to still treat each kid different. So I, I guess I would reach out to the parents and say, know your kid. Right. Know your kid and encourage them before they go in that this is for you. When when the when the coach wants to ask me as a parent a question, they'll direct it to me. And uh, and I'm sure Joe does this, too, but I will direct the question to the parent, because typically the question that I'm going to ask is, um, what's what's your biggest worry as a parent? 
That's a typical question that I always ask. And you'd be surprised, Josh, how many parents are like, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Like, you should know the worries. Like, what are you worried about? Like, your kid's leaving, and they're, they're going to be living at, at my college. So you need to have some, some most, questions. Most of moms are, how quickly can I turn the bedroom into my sewing room? That's... <laughs> <laughs> if that's your biggest concern, you're probably a parent I enjoy talking to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not a helicopter parent. That's actually we, 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 a, a plane parent where they push them out. We call those parachute yeah. parents. Yeah. <laughs> out of here. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you'll, when, when a coach wants to ask parents questions, they will direct questions to parents. And, and I think, you know, another for, for the parent role, and again, conversation is – I think in the beginning, I think parents are, are, are vital to help drive the kids and push the kids to, to ask these questions of, of, Hey, you know, Susie, what, what did you do today recruitment wise? Did you send some emails? Um, and I think there's, there's a lack of that because parents are the ones that, that ultimately that they go to bed at the house and they're there in front of them. And, um, you know, I think parents always say, well, what should I be doing? You should, asking your kids the questions like are they are your kids doing this i mean i don't what do you guys see of that i, I would add a hundred percent and Joe, one of the one of the things that um makes my teeth itch a little bit huh? as a coach is when i hear a parent say it's their choice on where they go to school i'm not really involved with it and i go yeah but your daughter has got the academic grades to be a surgeon and get in a top five school in the country and she's choosing to go to cover stockton I'm not going to stop with, with her friends, right? And you want to say, and as a college coach, when you see that and you're like, it's a tough situation being because you can, you, you're seeing, and I don't want to say a bad decision being made, but it's when you're like, parents do need to be a part of the conversation to help guide their, their child to where they can have the most success. So, you know, if your daughter can get into Yale, then send her to Yale if that's the best place, Okay. Just because her friend is going to state you, that's might, that might be in that moment, she might think it's the best, but sometimes parents need to help guide and say, you know, you've got the grades to look at these 35 schools, and this is where we should be looking into this type of schools. Um, so I, I think parents can sometimes undersell themselves and undercook themselves as opposed to being like, two, you know, it's like two extremes. Mm-hmm. You have the one who's like wants to make the decision and the other one being like, Coach, I'm just going to sign the, the tuition bill. And it's like, no, we need more from you there. Because yeah. you've guided this young person their entire life. Don't just stop as a senior in, in, in high school when there's a lot of people. Young people don't know all the time what's best for them. They, they think they do, but they, they need an adult or a mentor, a club coach who's going to be like, you should be going to this school. Yeah. Right? This is a school that's going to put you into medical school. You've talked about being a doctor since you was eight. Go and put a school, you know, those type of things. So, um, and I don't know if Tyler, you see that, but I, I, I've lost players to schools that I'm like, academically, you're, you're selling yourself short. You could be going somewhere else. And I think parents can be a little bit more involved in that piece sometimes. And that takes work. I think that takes work from the parent side. Um, and so if, you, if you're the parent that wants to be involved, like find that way to be involved. Do your research understand the rules of division one soccer, understand the rules of division two and division three soccer, understand the rules of NAIA and junior college and research and do the work to figure out um, what your kid is interested in. Maybe, you know, little Johnny wants to major in marketing. Well, look at these great marketing schools. 
um, in, in places that where they're placing people for jobs um, and then start to match those with soccer. So there's plenty of work that you can be involved in, in a, as a parent that, it, like Joe said, is help guiding mm-hmm. your kid to the best possible route. So, yeah, it sounds like the, the, the parent of, of the behind the scene of, of propping, you know, propping the, the player up and, and holding them up and, and be, being there. Um, and I think when, when they, and but really letting the kid talk for themselves, um, I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, it is, it is tough for a parent to get a role because they, you, you always want your kid to succeed and you want the best for your, for, for your kids. And, um, but really letting them, letting them have the voice for themselves and, and do the, do the behind the scenes. Cause the financial stuff, you're right, is, I've been doing this for, for 10 years. I'm still overwhelmed by financial aid. Um, and this is what I do for a living. And so, you know, that, that is, that is definitely a parent involvement conversation. These poor kids. Um, I mean, it, it's, we want to believe every coach is, is ethical, but I don't, unfortunately, that's not always the case. I think we're going to compare it also. It's almost like a job interview, mm-hmm. right? Like you want, you want people to help you and guide you and say, Hey, they're going to ask you this type of question. And, and that's what you want to be selling this. Mm-hmm. You know, when they ask you about what do you do out of the classroom, talk about your community service, talk about this, talk, you know, but, you wouldn't don't ever take your mom or dad to a job interview with you okay right you know and if they can sit they can drop you off in the car but that you've got to answer you and you've got to sell yourself and, mm-hmm. you know our players do a great job of selling their soccer side you know they they work out they go to practice they do the film videos well, that's like your resume and but when you go and sit with a college coach in their office they've got to decide if they can stand the person as well as the soccer player. And mm-hmm. If mom and dad are the ones who are answering everything, we're not going to know what that person's really like. Joe, I think Josh actually got his current job because his mom went to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> and, and answered the question, Josh, outside. <laughs> Mom, Mama T, Mama T calls me and says, Josh, I got you a job, honey, and I already packed your lunch for you. <laughs> she dropped me off in the minivan and honked. Have a good day, Josh, sweetie. Josh was the kid whose sandwiches was cut into squares. Dang it, Kathy. I told you I don't want crust. <laughs> All right. Hey, I, I do want to end on, uh, and, and, and do want to end on, on something just like, uh, kind of like stirring the pot here. So, what's the uh, best soccer cleat ever made? Oh, Opa. Copa? Copa. I mean, it's hard to argue that. I, I never wore Copas because everyone else did. Oh. Were you a See, I was that kid. Tyler, were you a white boot guy? Surely not. Oh, God, no. Jo- I was never JoJo White Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I was always dark. But I, I, I preferred – I wore a lot of Nike before Nike really got into soccer shoes. Oh, okay. So a, a lot of people my age probably remember, like, the Nike Zooms. Mm. Uh, they were pretty good cleat, uh, just underrated because everyone around you is wearing the Copa. So I, you could you could find me with the zooms. There you go. I, I, I to th- to this day, someone with Copa steps on the field, like you better be a good soccer player. <laughs> You're right. I mean, re- 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 yeah, represent them well. Absolutely. I think the World Cup. If you guys remember the World Cup version yeah. of Copa, the six studs. Because as a goalkeeper, I, um, I slipped one time and I went and got and I got World Cup. So. Um, yeah, what do you uh, grass grass or turf? I I would always go grass that has got a dedicated grounds crew attached to it. There's no caveats to this answer. Otherwise, turf because there's too many people out there that 
have a grass field that you graze livestock on and then put birds <laughs> on it and turn it. Turn it. That's, so I'm, I'm now a total turf convert. I, okay, I, so let me, let, me, let me rephrase the question then. I, I didn't know Joe was going to make it complicated. Quality grass. Why are you surprised about that? Qu- qual- quality grass field. Let's say we have a quality grass field first turf. So let's assume you have like someone taking care of your grass. Like quality oh, grass yeah. or, or turf? Grass. I mean, even yeah. like I'm old now too, so I think about my knees and my ankles. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, oh look, I, we when, do, do, we it, made Joe mad. He's like, I'm out of here. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> sorry, Joe. When I, yeah, with, you know, but Joe, Joe's right. Like we have two grass fields and a turf field all on our campus, and the grass fields are just. Uh, Always a headache for me. Always a headache. Yeah. And so, you know, I'd rather be on the turf field coaching than on the grass field with like a rake and a hoe trying to like till the land. <laughs> that really, uh, that really itches my teeth. Is that was that the new <laughs> phrase we heard today, Joe? That's Joe's line. Yeah, I tell you, I I just have Joe on just to learn a new phrase because I seem so much like I'm going to use that. Man, that really itches my teeth. Like you would, <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Too. It's a soccer thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, uh, I know Joe's your favorite EPL team, man. You, Tyler, who do you got? Uh, I, I watch Manchester City. Man, yeah, that's so a good Joe one. and I are rivals. Yeah, and I'm an I'm an Arsenal fan. I, I hate to say we're still in the league though, so that, I got that going for me. <laughs> but uh, all right, guys. Thank you, uh, Joe and, and and Tyler. Joe uh, Joe with Lawrence University. Tyler Culver Stockton College. Thanks for 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 joining us today on 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 Cap Chat. Thanks for listening to CapChat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. Be sure to check back every two weeks for new episodes of CapChat exclusively on the Rush Podcast Network. My name is Josh Tyler, and this is CapChat.